So this morning, uh, I just briefly want to read one verse, and I'm asking God to anoint this verse to us from Romans chapter 8, verse 14. And the verse says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. That's a powerful verse. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. We live in a generation that we need to know that we're born again. Amen? These are not the days to be messing around. We were listening to Jenison and Franklin preach this morning about everything that is happening in our nation right now. And he was calling the church to stand up. It's a powerful message. Cami came out. I was listening to it in the back. She was in the bathroom getting ready. And uh, she came out and she said, I've never heard Jenison and Franklin preach this way before. But he was talking about the culture that we live in, the generation that we live in, God's People need to stand up right now in Jesus' name. It is God's people that should be contending for freedom of speech in our culture. We should not be relying on Elon Musk. Yet, him as an unredeemed person is standing up saying, I value freedom of speech. Well, I want to tell you that freedom of speech comes is a gift it is God-given. It comes not just from the Constitution. It comes from the Word of God. And we don't want to become a country. In fact, just this week on my Facebook page, I was censored. My comment got removed, and I was told by Facebook why, and do I want to challenge it? And we live in a culture where freedoms are being removed. And it ought to be the Christians that stand up in this time and in this, and in, in this hour. Amen? It ought to be the Christians that are standing up. We don't want to live in a society where we can't proclaim the word of God. You go right across the border to Canada, and there are portions of the word of God that if you preach, they can put you in prison. And that is in Canada. We're not talking some Muslim nation. We're not talking some third world country where there's a dictator. We're talking about Canada. And we have got to stand up in this hour and we've got to know who we are in Jesus' name. Amen? We've got to be the people of God. And I believe that we have got to know, that we know, that we know, that we know, that we are born again, that we are God's children. And so I want to talk a little bit today about what it means. How do I know? Because I believe you can know without a shadow of a doubt that you are born again, that you are on your way to heaven, hallelujah, that you are in the kingdom of God. And the scriptures give us some litmus tests uh, that we can, we can apply to our heart, we can apply to our life, and we can know, hey, do I have the real deal or not? Because I believe that our churches across America are full of religious people. 
They're full of people that gather every Sunday morning, but friend, that doesn't make you born again. They're gathered, they gather together, but are they, really, are they really sons of God? And in John chapter 1, the, the Bible says that we have been given the right to become children of God. In John chapter 20, John writes, he says, I have written these things to you so that you might know that you have life in his name. That you might not wonder, uh, am I born again? Am I a a follower of, of Christ? Am I really on my way to heaven or not? It's a sad thing to have to wonder, well, was I good enough? Well, let me just answer that right now. No You're not good enough. We're not saved by our good works. We're saved by faith uh, through grace. By by grace through faith in Jesus Christ in the the name of, of Jesus, right? That's what saves you. But if you don't know, you're left to wonder, was I good enough? I hope so. What a sad thing to be at the end of your life and not know and wonder. But the word of God has been given to us so that we don't have to wonder anymore. And so there are some litmus test scriptures. And this is one of them. Are you a son of God? Here's the the test. Are you led by the spirit of God? As many as are led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. And so the question is simply this. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? I would think that that would be an important question. If I want to be a son of God, then being led by his spirit, then understanding what it means to be led by the spirit of God, I would think would be pretty important. Amen? What does it mean to be led by the spirit of God? And so I, I, I want to talk about this for just a moment because uh, it, there are a lot of implications that this verse brings to the surface. The first thing that it brings to the surface is this. I am a follower. I am now a follower. Amen? I am a follower of Jesus Christ. And that's the question. Are you following Jesus? Is that simple enough? Become a follower. I am no longer the leader of my life. I am a follower and I am learning to be led by the Lord. Now, if you've ever walked a dog that doesn't know its manners when you're out for the walk, you know what it is to be led by the dog. It pulls you all over. And in 15 years, I could never get my dog to not pull. And I would constantly jerk. She would get it for about two minutes, then pull again, pull again, all over the place. I learned what it was to be led. (laughs) And when we are Christians, we are no longer leading. We are following. 
We have given up the right to lead. And now we are followers of him. Amen? And so how does this get practical? Well, it gets practical like uh, a couple years ago, Brian was wondering, should I move out of state or should I stay here? My job assignment is shifting. And he had a process that he had to walk through to know whether he was being led by the Holy Spirit or led by his own emotions. And that was not an easy process for you, was it, Brian? I remember uh, me and a lot of other people praying for you and you just going through turmoil in your heart because you wanted to be led by the Spirit. Can I tell you something? Believers are concerned about following Jesus in the little things. I want to be led by the Spirit of God. Some of you are believing God for a life partner. You're believing God for him to bring somebody, and some, some of you single people are saying, don't pray that for me, pastor. But some of you are believing God for that. And that is a thing that God desires. It is God's will and his plan for most people. And I, I, believe, I believe that when we're walking with Jesus, you know what? We are not leading the way in that. We are following the leadership of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? That means that half, that, that means that most people are already unqualified to be your life partner. Did you know that? Six out of seven people in the earth are not walking with Jesus. That means six out of seven people on the earth are ineligible for you. Why? Because you are being led by the Spirit of God. And the Word of God says, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever talking about marriage. Don't enter into marriage with somebody that is not radically in love with Jesus Christ. And so if I'm going to be led by the Spirit, it means I have to be willing to follow. Hallelujah. It means I'm going to lay down my own desires. I'm going to lay down my own, my own ambitions and my own passions and my own directions. And I'm going to follow Jesus with my whole heart. And can I tell you something? That this kind of talk right here, when the rubber meets the road, is what eliminated so many from following Jesus. And they said, Jesus, we, we want to follow you. And he said, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but I don't have anywhere to lay my head. Are you sure you want to follow me? Jesus, I want to follow you, but first let me go bury my dead. And that doesn't mean that his dad had died and that the funeral was that day. That meant that his dad was still alive and he was taking care of him and he was going to wait until his father died in order to bury him. Jesus, I've got businesses to run. I've got this to do and that to do. I've got plans. I'll follow Jesus. I've, I've met a lot of young people. I don't want to give up my youth to follow Jesus. I'll live for Jesus when I'm old. That's old people's thing. But the first step in becoming a believer is to follow 
And Jesus said, why does the gate narrow the path that leads to life? And few there are that are on it. But I'm telling you, those that are on it are wise. Those that are on it are those with their eyes open. Those that are on that path are saying, oh, I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. I want to be a follower of God. And so if you prayed a prayer, and if you said, Lord, I, I give my life to you because that's what the pastor taught you to pray, but you never had a desire to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit, you need to check your heart and say, Jesus, did I get the real thing? Did I get the real thing? Because if you got the real thing, that doesn't mean that you never make a mistake or that because God knows that there, I've made a lot of decisions without asking him first, and it's always led down a bad road. But I want to be one that's led of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm a follower. I'm a follower. And, and a litmus test as to whether I have got the real thing or not is that there's something in me that says, Jesus, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. So it doesn't matter what I think matters what he thinks. Darren, what do you believe about this issue or that issue? What does the word of God say? It doesn't matter what I have to say. It matters what he has to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall in line with what he says. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay my life down for what he says. Amen? Praise God. We have one I'm talking with right now that's praying, should he, should he go to Cuba or not? And is feeling that in his, in his heart, this wrestling, should I go, should I not go? Wants to fo follow the Lord and be led of his spirit. Hallelujah. And that's something that we, we've got to pray through. Amen. Be led of the spirit of the Lord. How many of you have had disasters when you haven't followed the Lord or included him in, in, the, in the prayer? And, and uh, we've got two honest people this morning. We've got, there they are, all right. Uh, when, you, when you go the wrong direction, you don't pray. You don't seek the Lord. You just say, I'm going to do this, and you do it. Does it ever work? Disaster. Be led. As many as are the sons of God are led. They are led. They have learned to follow. I have decided to follow Jesus. Now, I don't, I don't get weird about it. Okay, we opened our, I opened my cereal drawer last week, and there was Captain Crunch berries in the cereal door and any of you that know my wife know that did not happen because of her I tell you what I did not do in that moment I did not say oh Lord what what should I have for breakfast this morning Cammy says I should have done that <laughs> I don't pause and say, Lord, do you want me to brush my teeth today or not? So I'm not talking about 
getting weird about life, okay? But I believe when we make major decisions, what car should I buy? How much money should I tie up in this investment or that investment? I want my resources to be available to him. We should be seeking the Lord about these things. Right, church? We should be seeking God. God, is it your will that I go here or go there or do this or do that? Because I want your leadership in my life. I loved uh, Cammie's message the other day because there is so many people now saying, uh, saying, I love God, but I don't love his church. And the church is his body. And the illustration she used was the cut-off head. Do you just like the head or do you like the whole person? Do you like the whole person? God, it's God's will that every believer be plugged into the body. And I don't get to make a decision about that. Because I'm led by the Spirit of God now. Not by my own whims. Amen? What did Jesus say? If you love me, keep my commands. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus, but I don't want to do that. There's too many hypocrites doing that. But Jesus said, if you love me, Keep my commands. I feel the presence of the Lord here this morning. Some of you are making decisions right now, and you need to invite the Holy Spirit into the process. Now, does this mean that you're always going to hear God speak to you about every little thing? Sometimes God has spoken to me, what's in your heart to do, Darren? Do it. Or sometimes I've just, I've sincerely given God the opportunity to speak about uh, a situation, and I have sincerely not heard him tell me which way to go. And so in those moments, I make the best decision that I can. And I trust that God is in it, and it's okay. But I've given God, and I've made room for God to show me what direction he has for me. It's then up to God to speak. I can't force God to speak, right? But I have given God opportunity to speak to my heart, and I am being led by the Spirit of God. If you are a son of God, if you are a daughter of God, you will be concerned about being led by the Spirit of God. Being led. You're following. What are my political views? Oh, well, that's separate from my Christianity. <laughs> I want to tell you, friend, there is nothing in this vessel, in this mind, in this thought, 
Am I involved politically? I am because I've been invited to be uh, involved politically by the Constitution of the United States. And as a Christian, I'm going to be involved. But how do I view how I should vote, what I should do, what I should think? How do I view? I'll tell you how I view it. Led by the Spirit. God, what do you think about this issue? God, what do you think about what's happening right now in the Supreme Court? What do you think? That's what I want to think. What do you think about what happened in Congress? That's what I want to think. I filter everything through being led by the Spirit of God. Oh, hallelujah. Are you led by the Spirit of God? On Facebook. Some of you are, have been led by the Spirit of God out of Facebook. And I say, praise the Lord. But I, um, I read something that I disagreed with. Um, one of my family members posted it. And I took 20 minutes and I typed out my reply. I worked on every word. It was like this was going to be like the answer that nobody could refute. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, delete that, Darren delete that. Do you know what? I did not want to delete that. It was, it, it was a good post. But I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, when you're led by the Holy Spirit, it changes how you go to the grocery store sometimes. It doesn't mean that you have to get all spiritual to, you know, buy Captain Crunch. My daughter did that, by the way, right down here. But I have a sensitivity that's different because now I'm not just living in this world. I'm not just driving down the road. I'm not just buying things at Walmart. I am, am an ambassador for the king being led by the spirit. And there's a sensitivity that comes. Should I talk to this person? God, do you want me to minister to that person? Now I'm not just going through my day to accomplish my business. I'm going through my day with my eyes and my ears open to what God would do. And I'm telling you that God is doing things right now through ordinary people that are willing to open up to an extraordinary God. Every once a week, uh, Brian and Brian 
uh, is joining uh, together, going to the nursing home with Bill. And you know what they do? They go around the nursing home and they lay hands on people and pray over people and encourage people in the Lord. You know what they're doing? They're being led by the Holy Spirit, giving up their time and their, and their moments in their day to minister in Jesus' name. You know, many of the miracles in Jesus' ministry did not happen during times of preaching or on Sabbaths. Many of them did. He's teaching and preaching and something happens. It's a church service. But do you know many of the miracles in the life of Jesus happen because he is led by the Spirit? He's just going along from one city to the other. He's traveling, and there somebody is that needs ministry. Those that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Do you know what creation is doing right now? It is groaning, wanting the sons of God to be revealed. What does that mean? It means that the, that the sons and the daughters of God are really for real being led by the Spirit and operating in the earth and releasing the kingdom onto people. And, 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 and uh, Peter and John, they're on their way to, the, to, the, to a prayer meeting. They're on their way uh, to the temple to pray. And they come by a beggar. They've been by him often but this time he calls out and says, alms, alms for the poor, alms for the poor. And they look at him, and what are they in that moment? Led by the Spirit. And creation is groaning for those that will be led by the Spirit. And as they're led by the Spirit, they look at him and they say, Sir, silver and gold we do not have. But what we have, we give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Oh, that, oh, that uh, we had 40 people that are here this morning led by the Spirit this week, led by the Spirit into their world, led by the Spirit into Hallmark. Hallelujah. Led by the Spirit into, into the grocery store, into schnooks. Hallelujah. Cutting fruit. Led by the Spirit in Jesus' name. That's Scott right down here. He works at Schnooks in Bloomington. Uh, led by the Spirit into your school. Led by the Spirit uh, in your retirement. Led by the Spirit uh, into your workplace, wherever that might be. Led by the Spirit into your family. In Jesus' name. Living with eyes open. Are you a son of God? Then I'm going to be led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. I want to tell you that those that are listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit are seeing victories, are seeing God move. I believe we ought to pray, God, will you move in my day? Will you move in... in Will you move today in my life, through my life? Will you lead me by your spirit to somebody that needs a drink of water? Will you lead me? Will you lead me? We're going to stop right there this morning.
And I want each one of us this morning to just say, God, am I really led by your spirit? Or am I walking through life, calling my own shots, doing my own thing, led by the spirit of the living God? When I was engaged, or I was gonna, I was about to ask Cammie to marry me, and I was praying through um, whether it was God's will or not. And I was out in my driveway, and I had a basketball. And I said, Lord, if this is your will, I'm going to make this shot. And I, I shoot the ball, and I'm like, Two out of three, two out of three, two out of three. It's fun. That's not how to be led by the Holy Spirit. I want God to. want for my life all the things that I want for my life. But he knows what's best. Sometimes he requires us to lay things down. You might be wrestling. Come on up, Alexander. You might be wrestling today with a specific situation that is a rubber-meet-the-road kind of situation. Do I, do I spend this money? I want to tell you that the Holy Spirit leads if we give Him the opportunity. The hardest thing to do is to do nothing and wait on God. It takes courage to wait on God for him to speak to you. For your own desires to die. And for you to really get to the place where, like Jesus in the garden, you're saying, not my will, Jesus, but yours be done. And even he did not always want to do what the Spirit was leading him to do. But he laid it down, not my will, but yours be done. I want to pray for you this morning because when you finally break through to that place where, God, it doesn't matter if I go to the right or to the left, I want to follow you. That is the place of freedom. God, it doesn't matter if, if I... Spend this money or not. I want to follow you. I want to be your son. We want to be your sons and your daughters. We want to be led by your spirit. Lord, we're not in Petersburg tempting to plant a church with everything in us because of just needing more to do. 
we feel as a church that you are leading us by your spirit. And Lord, we just lay our lives down before you now in Jesus' name.